You're listening to the Claret and Big Blue Podcast on the Pass the Gravy Podcast Network. Who do you think you are? I am! Goat's vagina. Oh, that thing was huge. <laughs> you said that, not me. <laughs> Take it away by Wicks. Let's see it! And we are live. We'll do it live. Welcome everyone to Aaron Big Blue, probably the only podcast on the internet dedicated to West Ham United and the New York Giants. That's right. Football and football balls for everyone's taste. I am Mike Fish and I'm joined as always by the man who loves to pass that gravy. It's Alex Middleton. <laughs> hey, What's everybody. up, man? I'm good, man. How about you? You're getting ready to go on vacay. I bet you're pretty, you're pretty fucking set right now, aren't you? I'm ready. I got the beer. I'm vacation <laughs> tomorrow. Just crushing beers already. Oof! I'm on vacation mode. Fly out tomorrow at 10 a.m. Now, are you, are you dad mode yet? Like, like 10 a.m. flight. Are you at the airport at like 6 a.m.? No, I'm. I'll okay. probably. I'll probably aim to be there like seven, seven thirty though. Okay, because I, I, I don't, I don't awful. Because I, I don't know what they're like right now. Are it's they true. Like, it's un foreign, uncharted territory for a lot of people. You know, a lot of people go nuts with traveling, so it's going to be bad. Uh, is there going to be less people working there for security? Is that going to be bad? So yeah, I'm going to play it safe. Well, I do miss. So, because you don't get that much in America, but in England, if you got to the airport at seven, seven thirty in the morning. All the bars be open, and you can start drinking. Oh, really? I don't really have that over here. It's a shame. They do have bars that are open. I guess there's not super early in the morning. Maybe it's not super early in the morning. So that's I don't true. Know but that's because I got my... I got pretty lit at some airports before. That's what's up. Let's get flying nothing, up airport. Nothing better than an airport beer. Absolutely not. It's like you're you're on vacation. That's, that's the beginning of the vacation. But sometimes you can have like a sad airport beer, like on the way back, you're waiting for your flight back. You're like, oh, fuck. But you're still trying to like pound it because like you're trying to sit, soak up as much of what you got left. But like airport beers on the way to your destination, nothing better. I remember once it was a small airport in England. A couple of friends were going out for a, was it a bad, no, it was a birthday weekend. But it's a super small airport, but we were there. There was like 10 of us. And our flight got delayed by like three hours, which was annoying because our flight was like two hours. So our delay was longer than the actual flight. So we were still in the airport by the time we should have been at our destination, which was kind of annoying. But <laughs> we ended up uh, emptying their bar. They ran out of beer. which was, that was Oh, wow. Beer. That's we not bad. We was proud of that one. We were was, was so bored. We went to the store and bought some gummy bears. And we was playing poker with gummy bears. Like, we was so bored. Because like, they were like really strict. Like, once you was through security, you couldn't leave. It was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It was, like, it was the uh, only time I've ever flown first class was flying. We were supposed to fly to, uh, I think, Washington. But we ended up having, uh, like, we got delayed because it rained for a little bit. And so me, my brother and my girlfriend went and like, there was just a little Mexican restaurant in the, uh, in the, at the, the terminal. So we just like hung out for like three hours, just crushing marks. 
and uh, had to like reroute and we ended up flying to Charlotte, but we still got to sit first class and I just passed out. And I like, remember waking up and we got this like, fuck, like I didn't even enjoy being, being first class. I didn't get to drink with a pinky up or anything. It almost immediately, uh, it was like an upgrade. My dad has a bunch of points and stuff, so he used that. We were flying up for a funeral. He was just trying to get us on short notice up there. Yeah, it's kind of first class for a funeral. Well, well, he was just like, like that was like the what was available on that flight. So he was like, okay, yeah, I'll take that. Oh, so you you didn't even pay for it? Right? No, he paid for it. It was tight. That'd have been even. Then I fell asleep. So like I capitalized. But other than other than that. What's uh, what have you been up to in the last seven days? Did you have uh, any fun stories? Any good weekend plans? Um, the Sam Houston State Bearcats won the national championship. Yeah, I that's pretty that. sick. On Sunday, they uh, beat South Dakota State. It was a it was a hell of a game. Twenty three twenty one. Came back at the very end and won. Last very Eli Manning esque. Right? Yeah, last minute touchdown. Yeah. Just like Eli on those last two, where it's like we score and then they have just enough time to throw a couple Hail Marys, do a couple hook and ladders or whatever, and you're like, please don't fuck it up. But yeah, that was uh, it was pretty tight. First national championship in school history. So eat them up, cats. Eat them up, cats. Eat them up, cats. Did you do anything to celebrate? Uh, well, I bought a cigar to smoke yesterday, but it was raining, so I didn't really have time to. I, I didn't. I don't have. They they cut down the awnings. My fucking apartment's like outside of my balcony, so I can't go and like I I, I would have just been smoking in the rain, so I didn't do that. So I'm just gonna wait for it to not be raining. That'd be the most saddest celebration ever to see. Just the rain yeah, it just keeps going out. Cigar. Right. <laughs> so weekend we had West Ham. Obviously, we've got a lot to talk about. Actually, lots to talk about, which is quite yeah, we nice. do. We got West Ham game against Brighton. We have the rumor of Arnie. Making a comeback to East London, uh, Giants training camp. The the what's it called? The voluntary training camp. Got a new rookie mini camp. Yeah, rookie mini what, camp. What it was. Then Giants signed their thirty sixth running back to their squad. Um, We're collecting them all, dude. Got to catch them all, like Pokemon. And then mm-hmm. obviously we've got our final two games of the season, uh, but. Before we jump into anything, we have to celebrate because Sai Ben Rama scored a goddamn goal. About goddamn time. Dude, dude, we had been saying he was due. I mean, we've been saying that for the whole season, but. What a goal it was, too. For I, w- I was so happy for 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 Benny. I was so happy, dude. Benny and the Jets just started playing. I was I was singing along with it the whole time, and I was just, like, he did it. He finally did it, and it just it sucked because I felt like I was like we both came away from that game with two different feelings. Because you said you were just so happy after the game, and I was just like, thank fucking god that we we pulled even here at least. Like we're gonna get some points because I was like, if we get no points against fucking Brighton. I don't know what I would have done, man. I was I was furious that whole game, and that was just like, okay, not only was it a goal that was pretty sick, it was from our dude Benny. So like, it was a, like a double goal, basically. I should have counted as two, really. I think that should, they bring basketball rules into it. Yeah, if it's outside the box. If it's like a really cool goal, goal, yeah, just two. Oh, they should have judges on the side. <laughs> 
Judges, yes? No? Okay, if it wasn't a 30, then we're good. I thought that was a 30. Just, just one goal, it counts. Only one count. But no, I was, I was happy, genuinely happy because, yeah, we've been calling it. Because that's what you, that's how you look smart. That's how you look like the smartest brain. Was it the, the brightest minds in football today yeah. or whatever Arlo White said? Because if you, every single week, if you keep saying Ben Rama's going to score, you say the same week, thing until it happens. Yeah. It happens and boom. All day. I mean, yes, I did <laughs> technically call a hat trick. Didn't quite happen that way, but whatever. I said he was going to score a goal and he did. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was, I mean, if, yeah, I was genuinely happy for, for him because I think if we'd ended that game 1 1 and it was anyone else that scored that goal, I'd have been frustrated and annoyed because, oh, why didn't we win it? But yeah, I was just genuinely happy to see him score a goal because I think it's a shame it came this close to the end of the season, but I think that's going to unlock something in him. I, I think hope we so. We'll see the- a whole new Ben Rama next week. Dude, what if, like, yeah, that's all he needed? That's all he just goes off this next week. He's just like, he scores six goals the final two games this season. We're like, all right, like, I'm down with that, bro. Like, let's let's keep going with that. Keep that energy going, dude. Well, I mean, I guess we could keep rolling into that. Though, other than that, what did you think, Brian? Game obviously, we drew 1 1. It was Pretty- frustrating, man. It, it was frustrating. I felt like our last couple of games, it was like. Antonio was frustrating the fuck out of me the previous game. Um, I, I, he wasn't so much this game, but there were just opportunities. I feel like that we just we we either passed it way too much and we're trying to be too cute, trying to get like the perfect opportunity off, or we were just like not passing it enough. Like it was there was no perfect medium that we needed, and it felt like we had we just dominated the possession for the majority of the game. Uh, if, if we didn't have that little fuck up on defense, you know, it's a one nil game, but I don't know. It was, it was a really frustrating game to watch, man. Until the, like you said, like Ben Rama was at the 87th minute, 84th minute or whatever. Um, uh, oh, my computer's going 87th uh, minute. Yeah. 87th minute. Yeah. So it's like right at the end of the game where like, I didn't even get to enjoy like the Benny goal because I'm like, no, let's keep going. We need to score again. We need to score again. We need to win this. And I mean, I, I was I was convinced that we were going to win that game at that point because I was like, when Benny scores, we just do magic. Like magic happens, I and say, we just didn't have view- enough time for the magic. For the viewers, you'll see this, but this is, I remember because I was watching the game, and after when Ben Rouse scored, I, I, I did the whole yes, but and then I was carried on watching the game, and it, I realized after about three minutes after the goals, I was just still sitting there with this clenched fist. <laughs> oh, so but I, I, here's my here's my theory around it all because it was frustrating against who we had. So we had Brighton game. Then who did we have before that? Was it Everton? Yeah. And then right? yeah, it was Everton. Everton, yes. and then well, I mean we beat Burnley, but I think I I have his. Not to do the whole GSP, not, uh, not doing the backing the team and all that, blah, blah, blah. But I do think this is where finally the lack of depth in our team has better. Because one, you could tell a lot of the players just look tired as hell. Well, yeah, and we had been but, saying this for a while. But another thing, I think. happened. I think West Ham have played very, very well this season. But they have their kind of routine. They have their set play. Like they have their way of playing. 
and but we've never changed it. So I think towards these last couple of games, I think the other teams have almost figured it out. So, okay, if we can just block them in the final third, they've got nothing. And that's we got frustrated like hell against Everton, even though we similarly we dominated that game against Everton, but we lost 1-0 because we just couldn't get anything in the final third. This game, I think, was destined to finish 0-0 again. But I think maybe after they scored, maybe they kind of got cocky or let their guard down and say, hey, we're winning. And then yeah. we saw our gap and did our thing and scored. But yeah, I think we need other options to be able to change up our gameplay when the game's not going our way. We can switch it up. But I don't think right now we have any options to really change. So we just keep doing the same thing for 90 minutes and hope. Right. And we're so far toward, like we're so close to the end of the season. It's like, what else are we like? We can't really experiment right now. It's like, we gotta just, we just gotta get it done. I think rice coming back. Uh, obviously he was, I don't think he was as like a hundred percent when he was back, but like, I, I hopefully, you know, he's improved by, uh, by tomorrow's game. I, I, it'll, I think that that will change things. Like it was a little bit more noticeable in the midfield, just how we were able to control things with rice there, as opposed to anyone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was, yeah, it was that, that, that one, that other third, we just can't, they can shut us down and we're just, we're, we can't do anything. And that is the most frustrating part of this, this team right now. Cause yeah, we, we passed it beautifully and we were still doing our little tricks of when the ball would come to like maybe four nows or Ben Rama and they would like chip it over and the other player. And we have that exciting midfield, but yeah, we don't have anything to finish it. And if, we, if they, they crowd out Antonio, then there's not really much we can do. Right. Well, I will say he had a couple of really good opportunities. I will say I, I, I'm torn of whether I was happy with Fornell's this game or annoyed at him. Because I felt... Yeah, there, he had his highs and lows for sure. He had a couple of opportunities where he could have scored like a couple of goals, I think. And I also am like... I, I, I'm sick of Antonio just getting like bodied over and over and over again. But because he's a giant, they're like, oh, okay, like we're going to, we're going to let that go. Like he gets, like people get so many more, like so much more leeway with Antonio just because he's big. Where in the box, like there's a lot of, like I feel like there's two times the last two weeks where I feel like it would have been okay to give a penalty to stuff that happened to Antonio in the box. But because he's, such a massive dude like they're just like oh well that didn't get him like he should be able to take that. that and it's like i don't like i don't think that that necessarily evens out but th- those are some i had a couple of gripes with some calls that not even in the box but just like running down the, like there were like two times he got just taken down and uh it, like if it was Suchek, it would have been a red card that we would have had to get rescinded earlier in the week but like i i don't know i feel like i'm just a little bit bitter with with a lot all of the rescinded red cards and then when you see shit like that happen and it's like no this just happens week in and week out we can watch it over and over again and nothing's gonna happen yeah and yeah i don't expect it to change anytime soon but talking of i mean is there anything else interesting you spotted in that game because i think it was just pretty much just like a copy and paste Almost to get yeah, Everton same game. West Ham team again. This is this is the like, dip we were really worrying about, and it's happening when we least need it. Because I think we are definitely needing more depth. I definitely one hundred percent need a striker, which we'll get to in a minute. Who we're looking at, but we definitely need a striker. But I think other than injuries, 
causing a little bit of issue. I think we are extremely solid at the back. We're extremely solid in the middle. I just... Because realistically, we didn't... Other than a couple of mistakes... That's, that's, okay, that's the problem. We need to be able to finish our chances because then when we do make a little mistake and we get punished for it, suddenly we're losing games that we should be winning 1-0. Right. So... Rumour has it. I mean, this time well, of year... Do we want to talk about the like Europe right now? Like, do we want to talk about oh, that? or do we Oh, wanna... yeah. So... Just because you and I, like, it's hard to calculate right now, but we're in with a win. We're in some form of European football with a win in our last two weeks, right? Technically, not mathematically. So, because Everton, their goal difference is, like, seven goals worse than us. So, technically, if West Ham... So, this is, like, this is the part of the season where, I don't know if you've noticed this, when you... Do you watch much football that isn't West Ham? You can be uh, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. Like I watch like so, like Premier League, yeah. If oh, I yeah, gamble yeah. on it, yeah. So this is definitely, I don't know if you've noticed it already, but this is definitely the time of the season every year where the buzzword is the permutations. Have you heard that? Have you noticed that? Oh, right, here are the permutations. And then it's like, well, if these teams win this game, by this many goals, and then this team draws this. Oh, happen, yeah. They, like, do that so, like, if, if Everton wins their next two games, 7-0, 7-0, they, they could pass us. So, yeah, if we... If Everton get three more points than us and outscore their opponents, or outscore us, I guess, by eight, then we would not be in Europe. But it's, yes, pretty... But basically, they're not going to do that. So, yes, one win. I mean, if we win both of them, we're in for sure. Win both, we're in definitely for the at least the Europa Conference League. And I've got a little jingle for that uh, that I believe everyone should get involved in. I put it on Twitter. I don't know if anyone saw that. But if, if we win both games against West Brom and Southampton and Tottenham drop any points, so if they draw one game and win the other, that counts, we will jump over them and finish sixth and qualify for the Europa League. Okay. So, but then if we lose both games, then it's shit the bedtime, get nervous. And yeah, we could finish. A lot of help. Yeah. We could finish very bad. Cause technically we could, if we lost, like if, when things went super bad, I think we could even finish 10th at this point, like still mathematically, which would be a horrible way to end the season. Like, right. 10th, Jesus Christ. But I, th I think we can, because... Okay, so what are your, what are your hopes and dreams? Like, Obviously that we win both games. Win both games, obviously. <laughs> but I mean... Like, that's, that's what I'm hoping for. That's, that would, would be you, Would you be... What I'm, okay, what I meant by because obviously, yes, obviously... But obviously what I meant by that is that would you, I guess, would you see us qualifying for the Europa Conference League, which is the new third-tier European competition, I guess, would you see that as, like, a disappointment or would you just be like, fuck yeah, we're in Europe? Is the Europa Conference League like the qualifier to the Europa League? Okay, so if you win... I if you win the Europa Conference League, 
then you automatically qualify for the Europa League the next season. Uh, okay. So before they had the Champions League. That's like League, a new thing they just added, huh? Yeah. So the, the used, so it used to be just Champions League and then Europa League below that. But now there's the Europa Conference League, which is the third tier, which at first it looked like this was just going to be a competition to allow the smaller countries, I guess, to have their clubs in a European competition. But the way this season's gone, it looks like a crazy season all across Europe. That we could, if we did qualify for the Europa Conference League, we could still come across some pretty tough games. Like I think Roma look like they might be going into the Europa Conference League. But they're not. They're not. Yeah. Shit, they're not bad side. So it's not going to be a, a walk in the park. But um, the my only thing about it, because on the face of it, I, I obviously want Europa for sure. Yeah, but on the face of it, I wouldn't be against the Conference League because in theory. It would be the easier, quote unquote, easier size in Europe. Gets us a good run of games in Europe. Hopefully, we can win that, get a trophy, and then Europa League the next year. But my only problem is by looking into it, doing some research, is I didn't know this was that nobody, no team whatsoever, automatically qualifies for the Europa Conference League group stage. Best case scenario, you're in the uh... final qualifying rounds. So we would have to play a two-legged qualifier to get into it. And as history has shown, West Ham do not do very well in European right. competition qualifying rounds. Because... Well, that's old West Ham, not new West Ham. I mean, what was, it? was, that, it was that, what, four years ago? That we was last in the Europa long, League qualifiers? It's a whole different presidential administration, dude. All we need to do... Is just avoid any Romanian team. Yeah, good. I mean, how difficult is that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't make schedules. You don't. Do they do Let's just win both games. Let's just win both games. Get into Europa. I think we got this. Because what, like, what happened today? I think Chelsea secured that we are not in Champions League. Right? It's now one hundred percent impossible for us to qualify for Champions League. Well. Leicester still wants to qualify for Champions League. They play Spurs this weekend on on Sunday, right? Everybody plays Sunday, don't they? Everyone plays Sunday at 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central. So, yeah, I I feel like that's going to give Leicester one more reason that they have to go out and, like, play hard. Wait, no, 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 that's wrong. It's 4 o'clock British time, sorry. So, 11 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 10 a.m. Okay. Um, but I think that that gives the Leicester more reason to come out and play against Spurs than it would have had they won and that already kind of secured the Champions League spot. So hopefully they fuck up Spurs or they draw with Spurs. We win out. We win to, we, be, we beat West Brom tomorrow and we beat Southampton on uh, on Sunday and boom, that's Europa for us. The only thing is I'm a little bit worried is that we are – we're coming across a, almost like a, okay, and a historic, a little bit of a bogey side in West Brom, and they're still managed by Big Sam, Sam Allardyce, West Ham legend, I guess in a way. Are you nervous at all? Because they have. Well, I mean, down, we fucked up against Brighton, so yeah. So, but then there were. Um, see, this is a problem. So it looks like on paper, yeah, they're relegated, so they should be terrible it should be an easy win but 
now, I guess, they're almost playing without a care in the world. And they almost got a result against Liverpool. Maybe I'm am I overthinking it? Maybe I'm I I think that they're going to give ah. us their best. They're going to give us their best shot. I'm definitely nervous about it, but I think that the fuck, dude, we're going to just go. We got to beat them. We got to beat them. We know what we got to do. Like the, we we have we still can control somewhat our own destiny. If you want European football, we can do that. Like just they know what they got to do. Well, I I just hope that Spurs do drop points. And that we can finish above them because one of the big things Tottenham fans love to say is apparently, like, oh, West Ham, yeah, they all they care about is Tottenham. We're, at, we're their cup final and blah, blah, blah. But the amount of people I saw through retweets and shit like that, that Tottenham fans that once they went above us on goal difference, they were celebrating like it was the 4th of July. So I, I thought we were supposed to be the obsessed one, but they're going nuts about it. <laughs> I'm sure Gen Z's that. How was he? Did he reach out to you? He has not said anything, so that's good. Maybe he's uh, calming down a little bit. Maybe. Maybe. He's he's still out spending his gift card he won a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. (laughs) Spend that big money. Um, But I guess we have to preview both games, so it's going to be tough, but I know we want to win both games, how do you see them playing out? So first, we've got obviously West Brom tomorrow. I'm just gonna say we're gonna win both games. Like I'm, I'm positive vibes only. The yeah, Spurs fans are just sad they want Kane. Out. We're gonna get to that next. The Kane wants out. Yeah, it's hilarious. But, but uh... I think we win both, dude. I think we know what we gotta do. I think we go out there. Uh, we realize that like Burn or uh, Brighton wasn't Everton. You can't fuck around against small against teams like that, even if they are already relegated. You saw the Liverpool game. I think they, I think they show up and they they definitely get the win against West Brom. And I think they go into Southampton knowing like we win, we're in. And I think that I think that's how they take care of business. I think I, yeah, I think I'm being maybe overcautious just because I'm a West Ham fan and I can't help it. But I think Declan Rice is going to be even more fitter than he was last game. I think Ben Rama confidence to the brim now i think i could see david moyes starting him next game to take advantage of that maybe um mm-hmm. but yeah i think i would like two victory i think it's gonna be nervous but uh ideally what we'd want to see is before our west brom game is everton losing against wolves and then that we don't have to worry anymore it's true and we can we can just enjoy the final two games of the season that'd be pretty great when do they play? What? What? When do they play? Oh, when do they play? They play tomorrow at one. Okay. One o'clock, I think. That's right before yeah, us. Against Wolves. Yeah, so we're uh, at three o'clock, three fifteen. So who knows? Who knows? But yeah, we're gonna win those both games. We're gonna go to Europe. Tottenham are gonna shit the bed, and we're gonna go to Europa League. That's we're calling it now. Mm-hmm. Boom. All right, before we get on to the other big news in the Premier League, we've got some other big news because, wow, you're probably thinking, wow, boom, this is a great, it's a great shirt you're wearing there, Mike. Well, yeah, you can mm-hmm. still get this one. This is definitely still available Boop, for Giants fans over at merch.cbbpod.com. But we've launched two new shirts. Wow. 
one if you're a West Ham fan, one if you're a Giants fan. So we've got shirts for everyone. Um, who should we do first? Should we do? Should we do? We just Giants did West, West Ham. So do West Ham. West Ham first. Are you a fan of a man that just scored his first goal for the team? I sure yes. am. Are you a fan of flames shooting out of onions? Onion volcanoes, you mean? Yes. yes. Then this is a shirt for you. Pow. Uh, finally, we got to drop it. This this idea came from Alex. What about? I think I think the beginning of the season, pretty much. Right before we, yeah. It's like this idea was in the in the making when we first started this podcast back in November. So we finally <laughs> launched it because we finally scored a goddamn goal. Uh, go to merch.cvpod.com. It's an awesome shirt. Ben Rama, Benny Hanna. Um, that's awesome. Oh, there we go. That makes it look nicer. And then, uh, actually, we'll do the Giants one in a minute. Once we talk about the Giants, we'll bring up okay. the Giants merch. But yeah, go to merch.cbbpod.com. But before we move on to Giants, um, it doesn't, you might think this is not West Ham news, but it, it might be um, in the end. Uh, Harry Kane has apparently told Tottenham that he finally wants to get the fuck out. One. Allegedly, right? Allegedly, but there's apparently quite a lot of people corroborating this this story. Um, okay. One, are you shocked that it's taken him this long? Two, if he does leave, which just because he wants to leave doesn't necessarily mean he will. But True. if he does leave, where do you think he slots in? Um, Probably like Man United or somewhere, right? I don't know. I feel like he's gonna have to go to like a top tier team. Like, what's strange? What's strange enough? Even though, because he's definitely gonna demand high wages. But what might be Liverpool? really weird is because everyone thinks because they got money, you think Man City. Everyone's like, oh, Man City's gonna sign him because they got a bunch of money. But in a weird way, they could. I mean, I haven't I haven't done the numbers on this, but they could almost just save money and get Messi. <laughs> because Messi's free at the end of this season. Really? Yeah, they, they won't have to pay Barcelona a penny. They'll just have to pay his wages. So it's like you can get Messi for free and then pay his ridiculous wages, or you can pay Harry Kane with slightly less wages, but you probably have to give Tottenham a hundred yeah. plus million. Who would you go with? Did you go Harry Kane or Messi? Messi. In a second. I, in a, even though it would definitely mean probably Man United, Man City, sorry, run away with the title again next year. I would be super happy to see Messi playing in the Premier League. Like, that would be super cool. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool, but I don't want him to come to the Premier League at all. Stay away, I, please. Adrian, uh, apparently Kane wants to stay in the Premier League, but I think PSG were after him. I think PSG were after revenue anyone because they've got a shit ton of money. I think that would be an interesting link up if they did go like Harry Kane and Neymar. That'd be pretty cool. But be interesting for sure. I mean, it'd be an easy way for him to win a title because Harry Kane playing for PSG. They, I mean, they they win the French league anyway. They're doing a sleep. 
Yeah, right, they all, they've won like a million in a row, haven't they? Something like that. Rough, it's like, it might be maybe one or two less than a million, but it's, it's close well, to that yeah. number. But, I mean, it'd be an easy way to get to the Champions League. But he, apparently, yeah, he wants to stay in England because I don't think he wants to learn another language, which <laughs> I just made that up, but I could see that. I mean, I may, it makes it. sense. I, I get that logic for sure. Could you? Uh, I, I don't want to. Like, who else would he go to? Like, he has to go to a big club. Yeah, it's definitely not going to be like Brian. Burnley's not signing him. No, so it's probably definitely going to be one of the Manchester clubs or Liverpool. Maybe Chelsea, they've got money. And their strikers are terrible. Timo. Timo. Did you see him today? What an idiot. He got a penalty. He got a penalty, but... <laughs> where he where he celebrated that goal where it was obviously not a goal. Dumbass. Anyway. <laughs> but no, I, no he, I don't think he would. Maybe he still loves Tottenham too much to go to Chelsea. That'd be a bit weird. So yeah, probably going to be Manchester United or Manchester City. Um, do, you, do you see Tottenham letting him go though? Because I, I think if, if Tottenham lose Harry Kane, they're fucked. They, but they have a lot of guys still around them, don't they? Yeah, but like they have Sun, but I think that works as a good partnership. I don't know how Sun would work. Hey, but if you him. sell Kane, you can have all that money. You can bring in somebody else too. But would you argue that Harry Kane is a selling point for Tottenham? I will get to play with Harry Kane if Harry Kane's not there. No, no, and like I would rather him stay, honestly, because I think that like. It would, like, they're not going to win shit. Fuck Tottenham. They're not going to win anything with him anyways. So, like, let him stay and just, like, be pre- – it was, like, with Tony Romo on the Cowboys. It was, like, just let him stay there. They can not win continuously with him there. Or, so and die. like, they could get rid of him and then have an opportunity to rebuild and find the next guy. I would rather them just not do anything. So stay the same. The only main reason I brought this up is because this word – I mean – People are talking, but anything that people will be talking lots and lots and lots. But they were talking about the possibility of Man United going in for Harry Kane and possibly using Jesse Lingard to soften the blow of like, oh, you want 120 million? Well, can we give you Lingard and 80 million? I've seen Lingard is the new Declan Rice to Chelsea. Uh, oh, is he? I, I haven't seen that. Uh, no, that's that like when Declan Rice was rumored to go to Chelsea all the time back, like back oh, before. Uh, what's his yeah, face Lingard's... got fired? That's like the new like Lingard going to somewhere else. It's like, why would we not just pay whatever they ask? Oh yeah, because I saw. Yeah, I, realistically, I the play, uh, Lingard from all from what I heard, heard. I don't know why I said it that weird. Yeah, from what I heard, um, <laughs> heard, heard. Through the grapevine. Bom, 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 bom. Um, yeah, Lingard apparently is very happy at West Ham, wants to come to West Ham permanently. Well, so... we broke it on this, on this show last week. What color shoes did he buy his, his kid? Claret and blue. Claret and blue. Duh. So... It's not like he's got a ton of money that he can just buy shoes all the time with. He's and buying he signs... these shoes for the long haul. Then he signs with Burnley. And then we shut up, don't. Like idiots. Don't. But uh, he's not, he's, he's coming to West Ham. 100% guaranteed locked it in. I will riot. I will riot if Jesse Lingard does not sign with West. Like if we don't make it a permanent transfer. I think it's I will happen. riot. I think Houston's going to be safe. Okay. Just I just know. I'll be I'll, I'll be I'll be mad. Oh, I'll be real mad. 
Would you would you loot as well as riot? I probably wouldn't loot. But I would riot. That's okay. And it may just be me running running around in the streets shouting, but I would be do I would do it. Just trying to stop mosh pits upset. in the streets. Right. But you know who else might be joining Jesse Lingard permanently at West Ham this summer? I know who you're going to say. I don't think it's it better not happen. Why not? Why do you not want Mr. Anatovich back at West Ham? Because he's a baby back bitch, dude. Fuck Marco Anatovich. I hate Marco Anatovich. When I became a West Ham fan, I didn't know a lot. But Marco Anatovich was cool on FIFA, so he was my favorite player. And I liked him a lot. And then he started just being a little bitch, like wanting out. There were rumors that he was going everywhere. He wanted to go to like China so he could just make bank, despite like like going to a league that nobody fucking cares about. I I, I don't know. I just, I thought that the way he handled it at the end, he just fucking quit, man. He just quit. He and Alaire are like the two people. Like I I guess. Roberto, I have had, I've never had anybody on West Ham more than Roberto. But like Arnautovic, I I loved Arnautovic, and then he just quit. And like I I don't know, I'm not gonna forgive that. I don't, I can't forgive that. Unless he comes I'm back not- and he scores a million goals, and if that's cool, like I'm fine with it. But still, like, oh, it's gonna take, it's gonna be a process. The only reason I was like I'm okay with it, I guess, is because he was a cancer to this team. What no, but he wasn't though. That's he was. He was. Well, when your striker just doesn't play, yeah, that, that that doesn't send a message to the guys like, oh hey, I'm just gonna walk around. I'm just gonna walk. It's like dude, just fucking go to the ball, dude. Go to the ball. Apparently, Mark Noble loves the guy and wants him to come back. So if Mark Noble loves the guy and wants him to come back, he can't be that bad. But anyway, the what I was saying I, is I, because he was so, very frustrating to watch. Rumor on the street. Heard it through the grapevine. Okay, that's gonna be a new segment mm-hmm. um, where I just read random shit I read on Twitter. Well, he's this actually growing in grapes, the grapes. so they, there will be a grapevine at some point. But apparently, either him or his brother had a shit ton of gambling debts, and they were gonna get their legs broken by some mafia people or some shit. So they need to make money, and that's why they went to China. So I was kind of in the mentality of, okay, I'm not going to be like losing sleep at night if he doesn't come back, but if he does, I'm okay with the idea. However, if he comes back and starts fucking demanding big baller China money, then I'm like, fuck that guy. Um, because ever since he left West Ham, he's done zero, zero yeah, I'm not to heard a thing about extra him. any money. So the fact that I hear today, I think you sent me the, the, the tweet, was that he's willing to take a pay cut from what he was earning before at West Ham to come back. Now I'm kind of like, eh. I mean, if he's... If he's he used to I'm be okay the big dick at West Ham, man. Like, he was the guy. Now we got, we've got guys. Like, I, I mean, if, it, if it's those guys we've got. Like, maybe, like, obviously, I would like an upgrade, but Arnautovic isn't an upgrade, if you ask me. But the other, I mean, I'm, I haven't got a list of the names, but the, the other strikers that we're apparently linked with and every single transfer window, West Ham's always apparently linked with about 16 different strikers across Europe. But out of the ones, we've been, they're all very unproven. At least with an out of it, you know what you're going to get. Yes, he might be a bastard. Yes. But just keep him at the casinos. And he'll be good. It's easier said than done, dude. 
But it depends on how much of a wage decrease. I don't want to worry about a backup striker, dude. I don't want to worry about a backup striker. But we worry about our current striker, who's not technically a striker. Because he's going to get injured. But it's not off the field shit. It's not. But I guess he does drive into stuff in a snowman suit sometimes, but it's got to be hard to drive as a snowman. But I would much rather that than gamble. Yeah, that was, that was around the holidays. So it was like, ha, ah, this guy's in the spirit. Oh, you. As long as he, like, dropped off gifts when he, like, crashed into the house, that would have been pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that would have been better. Nope. I do not want an Adamish back. Yeah, that's true. Uh, if we do have Europa League, he may need to come back. He's just I'm still gonna call him a bitch. Until he proves me wrong. Prove me wrong. You're right. Marco. You're right, Adrian. You're right. Sign him. We need depth. Just we just sign everybody. If they're gonna do it, like that's the only thing. Like I don't want like that to fuck up us signing somebody good and like we bring back Arnautovic because like GSB is just like, oh, well, you guys are familiar with him. We'll get him on the cheap. Like, that that could be the big marquee signing that they think, you know? Oh, no, 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 Because no. knowing GSB, that was going to be Lingard. Yeah, right. Well, it's going to be Lingard, but then they're like, Lingard. see, and we went above and beyond. Yeah, Link- like, I don't know, want, Lingard. That's not beyond. Lingard was going to be the big marquee signing of the summer. And they were like, see, we got a new player. He's awesome. Because they tried to pull that shit. I mean, I. Don't get me wrong, Suchek, Suchek is awesome. But no, when we signed Suchek permanently, that was mm-hmm. like, well, we've signed. I mean, technically we did sign him, but he was already there. Like, sign some new people. Like, come on. So I think realistically, I mean, if we sign Lingard and yes, obviously I prefer a newer striker that's a new toy that's going to score us goals, but... The way we've had strikers in the past, and you can look it up, we have had a lot of piss poor strikers come and go in West Ham. So I wouldn't be too sad if we re sign an Outfitch because we know what we're going to get. He's going to score goals. He's going to be a bastard. He's going to mock other players in their faces when he scores against them. I'd be down for it. I'd be down for it. Like, but as long as as long as it's like a, not a case of like, oh, I was on 150k, so I'd be willing to take 149k. Like if if he's realistic about it. But I'm also excited to have him back in Moyes. Moyes, Moyes won't take no shit. That's true. I uh, was watching the Champions, uh, is it the EFL playoffs yesterday, and he yep. was Barnsley was playing. I can't remember who they were playing. Brentford. Um, Brentford, maybe. Yeah, I think it was Brentford. But they had like Daryl DK, and I remember he used to play for Orlando City in the MLS. And like yes. I don't know what his wages are, but he was fucking all over the place. And I know it was a league below, but like he'd be something I'd be willing to like throw some money at just to see like like see what it costs to bring him up. Like see, I don't know, like he seems like he knows what he's doing. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, just history because I, I knew his name. But it's like if you're gonna get shit on the cheap, I don't know how cheap he would be, but just boom. Well, let's try it depends. It. it depends if they get promoted or not. It's true. But Hopefully then we have history because we, we got Antonio from a lower league, we got Bowen from a lower league. Um there's others that I can't um I guess technically Dawson was from a lower league. 
Mm-hmm. Um, ben Rama. Not, he, he wasn't a youngster. Ben Rama. So, hey, I, would, I wouldn't be against getting a striker from the championship and bringing him in. Uh, a lot of talk on, which is actually quite funny, so there was a Brentford striker called uh, Ivan Tony. Very similar name to a New York Giant, Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought, he, Tony. I thought he played very badly yesterday, so I'm not too excited about him. But whatever. Um, so you're still thumbs down to Arnautovic. Do you know, Adrian brought up like needing him for Europa. I Presswell, get it, yes. Presswell did come from Ipswich, lower leagues. Boom. Okay. But yeah, I can't. I can't really bitch about depth, and then oh, yeah, not want us to sign somebody. But I just don't want that to be like the signing, you know. And I'm right. worried about that. But yeah, I mean, I've the squad we have times. right now. Yeah, if we're trying to compete in Europe as well as the Premier League, we are going to fall to pieces next year, and we're going to be in a relegation battle. So we need to sign players, even if they're just like getting from League Two, just to fill the names. We need spots. Because we can't keep trying, like, bringing out the same eighteen players every week or every three days. And that's it. And that's yep. The good thing is, after he signed his contract extension a couple of years ago, I've posted it online. He's already did the, I'm back, and excited to play. So it's so, going to save yeah, money on that, that side. So the social media team don't have to do anything. Fancy mm-hmm. re-release that video. Help. Nice. Okay, so oh, uh, Adrian in the chat. I would rather have that American kid than Arnie, younger and probably cheaper in the long run. Is DK I mean, American? I mean, going. F- I mean, the American kid in the will consistently moving forward always be younger. Oh than yeah, Arnie is because that's how time works. That'd be tight. Like, I want like if an American, the American kid on West Ham. If the American kid ages one year, Arnie would also age one year, so he would also be younger still. He's not going to catch him up. I'm just being Well, I like, but it's but, something to think about, though. Well, do you, could you imagine if West Ham had an American striker? How much, like, Premier League in the USA Twitter account? Dude, that's what I'm saying. We need it for the brain. Lose their bro. goddamn their minds. Because all, all Polistic has to do right now is win a throw-in and... They- <laughs> Shoot their load. Is it like that cover of ESPN? And it's like, what? What did he do? Oh my! God. He got a yellow card, and he came out in the 65th minute. Justice for Pulisic. <laughs> With a big American flag and an eagle. They love that shit. Dude, I didn't know DK was American. I just knew that he played for Orlando City before, and that was like where I remembered the name. But he was all over the fucking field for Barnsley. I mean, if he's young and he played for Orlando, why wouldn't he be American? Like, whenever has an MLS team? I don't know. Had, well, a lot of times, a like non-American the, player that wasn't thirty-five or older. The Dynamo here in Houston, like, we've gone the cheap route for a long time, and so instead of like trying to like get guys that are like here and develop, we just try and go to like whatever, like, like we'll go to like Guatemala and just get like the best, like the better players there or whatever, or some of the guys there, and just bring them over on the cheap. So, like the Dynamo have like a bunch of like Honduran. Guatemalan guys on their team, so like that was like that is one way to do it. I didn't like I just didn't assume that everybody was American. I felt like it was a lot of guys that like were working their way up, and it was just a better exposure because the MLS does have a lot of exposure. I feel like 
lately. Yeah, I'm just maybe not globally. It's but... not as bad. It's not as bad as it was. Talking of full circle back to a conversation we were having last week. Did you see Columbus Crew? Is back they to being back Columbus Crew. Name, yeah, they got bullied into it. I know that's the power of this podcast. I made people, them feel stupid. People were guessing. People were guessing yeah. when we said that, but we were right. We went back. All right. Let's talk about a little bit about Giants um, before we get into that. Uh, new Kadarius Tony, wide receiver, who's going to fucking ball up this probably year. rookie of the year, probably rookie of the year. You can show your support for him and us by checking out his sweet new My Little Tony T-shirt. I'm so, so you have no idea. I was annoying the shit out of Alex yesterday. Because I was texting <laughs> him every five goddamn minutes about this, this design's almost finished. It's amazing. I can't wait. Get it out. Merch.cbbpod.com. It's in about 20 different colors. You can go nuts. Because I thought more colors the better. Because it's my little, my little Tony. My little Tony. I think it looks cool. It's amazing. Check it out. I have ordered a bunch of them. I'm going to be wearing them when I return from Aruba. Aruba. Annoying! I, 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 in ordered a T-shirt from our, our merch store, and it's gonna arrive the day after I leave. So it's like oh, I could have taken that. But you'll be in Aruba, so you don't even care. I could, I could have repped the podcast. That's true. Because you have enough other stuff you could wear. We're already big in Chile, and Australia. Yeah. Apparently, I could have. Apparently, people listen to us. I could have bumped yeah. up our Aruba demographic. Got them involved. That's what we're really going for. That Aruba money. And the Arubians listen to you. You know you made it. No, you made it. All right, Giants. Uh, do you want to talk about what we do and don't know about the new guy that we got today? Uh, I mean, there's not too much, I feel like, with the Giants. But yeah, we sent Raquel Armstead, uh, formerly of the Jaguars. Jaguars, as they say Jeez. across the phone. The Jaguars um the official team of london but yeah i don't know i feel like we're just trying to create as much competition for that spot trying to fill the void left by uh wayne gallman behind saquon so like that's kind of what i think judge is trying to do uh we all we already signed Corey clement who was previously in the eagles earlier this week he and kelvin benjamin wide receiver that kind of has been doing tight end stuff um, they were working with the rookies during minicamp and then they signed both of them. Obviously this is just like a, a training camp roster. So it's possible that neither of the, that none of these guys make the team. Um, I, I kind of like, I always liked Corey Clement when he was on the Eagles. I always thought he like burned us and it was like Corey Clement always like fucked the giants. I felt like, so it's like, I'd rather have him on our team than doing that against us. So like, hopefully he is a big, like, fuck you to the Eagles. Um, I also think that Kelvin Benjamin you can get him blocking like a tight end, like he's a receiver. He's a tall dude. He's bigger now. Like, why not have us have some speed at wide receiver? Maybe you can catch the fucking ball. I don't know if you realize we have some problems with that in our tight end uh, this past year. So maybe we can, uh, maybe maybe we can make Evan Ingram just like a guy and not a, a guy we have to rely on all the time. And then Kelvin Benjamin can kind of be dare I say like an Aaron Hernandez esque kind of guy. Maybe Evan Ingram on the field, not that. off the field. Maybe Evan Ingram could be that the water boy. The what? The water boy. <laughs> yeah, any, anything as long as he can't fumble the ball. Oh, yeah. 
Do you think there's a little bit of... I mean, I made a joke of, like, we signed a 36 running back. I think we have, like, seven or eight. But do you feel there's, like... I mean, we got him on the cheap, I'm assuming. But do you feel that with the extra game we're playing this season and with Saquon's history, not saying we're expecting Saquon to get injured, death. but they're kind of like, just in case we do right. want more backup. Why wouldn't you, you know? Like, why would you break... want more depth than you already have? I mean, that's why I was kind of really sad that we didn't keep Wayne Gorman. Because I think... In a weird way, he had kind of almost like a breakout year last year after Saquon. And he went to San Francisco fairly cheap. Uh, so we have Saquon, Rykel Armstead, Devontae Booker, Gary Brightwell, Corey Clement, Taquan Mizzle, Elijah Penny, Sandro Platz-Goomer. And that is ooh, Colin Gillespie. I know him. He's from Katy High School. But um, he uh, he's our fullback. But we have those guys as our like lined up at running back. I know uh, fullback is Penny's position, uh, and I I believe we signed Brightwell. Like we drafted him, so like I think he's probably going to make the roster. Uh, I would assume Corey Clement makes our roster. It's just like, are you going to go for what running backs? Because it'd be Saquon, Clement, Brightwell. I think you want four, yeah. at least four. Do you want to go Raikel or Devontae Booker? I don't know. All right, because Raikel is his. I think you go Raikel, but if he can play, what if he can play? But he's still pretty young, right? Because he only recently got drafted by the Jaguars, and then he obviously missed last yeah, year. Yeah, two COVID. years in the league. So he's. I would probably go with the younger option. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see in the preseason. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it up to Joe. I'll, I'll trust yeah. him. He, he'll he'll probably hit me up beforehand just to double check, but yeah, I think I trust him. Yeah, and before we wrap this up, um, how pleasantly was you pleasantly surprised when you saw the the numbers of people that turned up to voluntary camp this week? Apparently, there was supposed to be apparently Joe Judge was expecting preparing for the worst, and then like over forty people turn up. Um, I was not surprised because I think Joe Judge got guys to buy into this program. And I don't think that it's necessarily universal that if you don't show up, you don't trust, like you're not buying into the program. But I think that the guys that want to be there, like it shows me a lot that like, like we saw at the end of the season last year, like they wanted to fight for their teammates. They wanted to do like, it looked like they had each other's back. And I feel like Sometimes that is like you could, you have those connections and workouts and stuff like that. So like I think it's cool that that many people showed up. I'm not surprised with the culture that Joe Judge is trying to establish. And I don't think he's trying to anymore. I think he's he's done it. Well, that, that's it. what I mean. I think like it's been a year, and I think like you're already seeing results. So hopefully we start seeing that in games next year. I'm excited. I mean, we'll get in, as we get closer. But I'm I'm I'm, ex- I'm excited for a good year this year. I'm excited. To watch the Giants. Better year for sure. And maybe we'll do some, uh, depending on what time, maybe we'll do some watch alongs. That'd be fun. Yeah, we can definitely do that. Beautiful. Okay. Any final words before we wrap this up? That's that's about it, man. Eat them up, cats. Go Sam Houston. Congrats on Eat your first national championship. Come on, you irons. Eat them up, cats. Seahorses forever. As always, uh, 
quick promo, I don't know if I mentioned it earlier, I forgot if I did, but next week, because I am going on vacation, mm. I am not going to be here next Tuesday, so we was originally going to skip next week, but then Alex was like, you know that's like the final game of the season, right? And I was like, fuck. <laughs> I didn't. So I didn't we'll just cover that. that game four days later. So we're going to do a special uh, Thursday night live edition of and Big Blue. So next Thursday should be at 6 o'clock Eastern as usual. Uh, but we'll confirm that the closer the date. So if you are watching live, thank you. Won't be here next Tuesday, next Thursday. Uh, if you're listening on demand on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and all that good stuff, because we are on iHeartRadio. That's exactly um, how it sounds. That's how it sounds. Um, yes, so tune in. Our new episode won't drop until, I guess... Thursday night, Friday morning for you guys. But if you are watching us live, why aren't you watching us live on uh, YouTube, Facebook? Come on, Twitter. guys. Thursday night next week at around 6 o'clock. Uh, so make sure you follow us at CBBPod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. CBBPod.com for all the ma- major links. Uh, I am Mr. Mike Fish on Twitter and Instagram. He is... At Alex J. Middleton. Pow on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I probably I don't know what my internet. I'm assuming they're gonna have Wi-Fi, but I don't know how much I'm gonna be on social media next week. So if you are following us on Instagram at CBBPod, just expect a bunch of dick joke memes from Alex because he'll be in yeah, charge, I guess. So next I'm week. mostly done. So enjoy that. But until then, uh, come on, Big Blue and Coron, you irons.